WWE Universe Australia, it is that time. It is the road to WrestleMania, and this year the road drives directly through Perth, Australia. Elimination Chamber Perth happens live this Saturday from Optus Stadium. The chamber matches are set, and I cannot tell you how excited we are to get to Perth and be headed your way. And when we get there, there'll be just one question to ask. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. That just got me going a little bit. All right. It's Friday morning, SEN WA Breakfast, Scotty and Goss, and that was the voice of Triple H, 14-time world champion, chief content officer for WWE. And when we have our guests in the studio, most of the times we'd like to cut up the audio just to keep it a little bit short. We don't let yeah. them to ramble. But when it involves Triple H, we just let him go. You say whatever you like. You can go for as long as you like. We'll cut out the news. We'll cut out ad breaks. We'll cut out any other guests. <laughs> welcome welcome to uh, welcome to Perth and welcome to SEN WA Breakfast. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thanks for having us here. Exciting time. And Rhea Ripley in the studio, of course. Scotty, an Adelaide Crow supporter. Uh, like yeah. We've got some issues already between us. Yeah. Um, I don't like that he's sitting so close to me right now. <laughs> Raining women's world champion. I was at Port Adelaide. She thinks I'm going to steal something, steal the belt, Maybe. steal the bag. Steal I just got to tell you, I'm not pulling her off of you. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. How do you reckon I'd go? Yeah, not well. Really? Yeah. <laughs> right. hey, this is huge. Uh, the build-up has been enormous. Uh, the fact is that you're in our studio. Now, for the, we're a sport entertainment network and we have lots of footballers, lots of cricketers, lots of stars from around the world, but nothing has compared to the build-up. The staff out there... They turned up today. They turned up on time, <laughs> early. They are ready. You command huge attention. Must be excited. It's a little like a fish tank in here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching us swim by in a circle. Is this like it is for you everywhere you go? Uh, you know, there's not many places on earth where WWE is not massive, you know, so yeah, it's kind of, um, kind of what we do. We go places and, and, uh, everybody there knows who we are and, and it's an exciting thing. And we, you know, like coming here, we bring a spectacle that's uh, like nothing else. So it's, it's hard to be denied. I want to be in the chamber. What do I have to do about that? But I want Goss in the ring. But, but I want to be in the chamber, but I don't want the door to open. Yeah, is yeah. It, you have to do that. sign a massive waiver is what <laughs> you would have to do. Yeah. If he's in, can I be in it? <laughs> yeah. Seriously, you and I, I'm telling you, I'm not joking. I'm, I'm a lot fitter than I look. Yeah? <laughs> I'm not, am you, I? you better be. I'm not. I'm, I'm just yeah. hoping to bluff her out of it. And then, uh, anyway, really great to be back in Australia for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, super exciting. I haven't been able to compete uh, in the ring for seven years and last time I was here was for Riot City Wrestling which is my independent promotion so to come back as a WWE superstar and it to be Elimination Chamber and as big as it is seeing how excited everyone is it's it's getting me real pumped up I'm, I'm stoked Rhea Ripley in the studio along with Triple H 14 uh, time world champion has the 14. sport just continued to grow even in your retirement which is only recent in, in fair, fair to you because due to health reasons but the sport continues and the entertainment factor goes to another level every year are you are you amazed by its continual growth I'm, I'm, I'm amazed but I'm excited by it you know and it's a lot of hard work that goes into it but um, and you know especially from our superstars like Rhea here the 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 amount of effort and and what they go through to to entertain fans every single week but luckily for us they're very excited by what we do and when we give them a great product they come out in droves to see it and i think you'll see that uh 
tomorrow in Perth here with, with this stadium show. Opta Stadium is going to be on fire. No doubt about that. Now, a little girl growing up in downtown Adelaide where there's not much to do, to be honest with you. We yeah. know it's a little bit of backward, little backwater stuff. <laughs> Now he's. All right, we're going to have some heat here. You're sitting closer. I'm not blowing her off. Hey, don't worry. But Ria, may I make mention of when's the dream? When did you start dreaming about being this big in this huge world of WWE? Um. Well, I watched WWE when I was younger. It was funny because Triple H actually got me into WWE, watching him versus Ric Flair with the screwdriver. Uh, yeah, I was a brutal little kid. I loved it. <laughs> but so I growing think, up, this is what you wanted. This is the, this is the dream. Yeah, like I, I played every sport. Um, I played soccer for nine years. I played netball for six. I played rugby. I did karate. I did dance. I did swimming. I did absolutely everything that you could possibly do. And I really wanted a new challenge. And once I got into WWE, I was like, I love this. Like, I, I want to be able to do this, but I never knew how. So I went to Queensland on a holiday and I realized that there was independent scene in Australia. And we went and watched it. I was like, this is amazing. I need to find this in Adelaide. I need to go watch. And then I want to try out when I'm old enough sort of thing. So I found Riot City Wrestling. I watched it. And when I was 16, well, I wanted to try out at 15. That was the uh, minimum age limit. But I already had bought my soccer shoes. So mum made me do another year of soccer. <laughs> She wasn't yeah. going to waste the money, but um, I started at 16, so... When you were a little girl growing up, was there someone at primary school that you would, if you had your time over again, go, you uh, remember me? <laughs> There's a few people, <laughs> especially this... teachers. Yeah. <laughs> so netball, soccer, swimming, dancing, just can't hurt enough people in those sports, can you? No, nah, they're not brutal enough. Yeah. Even in rugby... Especially for the girls, because a lot of us had to do, like, the tag rugby back in the day, oh, and I was no. like, nah, I need to tackle someone. I need to hit I someone. have to. <laughs> hey, how hard is it, though? Because you don't just walk into WWE. You've got a, a long process to get to where you are now. Yeah. How long has it taken? Um, so I started my career in uh, 2012. That's when I started for Riot City Wrestling. So I've been I've been at it for a while now. Um, I started with WWE in 2017. I had my tryout in 2016. It took a lot to get to that point. Um, I trained whenever I could with Riot City, and I I stayed longer. I was I was there earlier than everyone. I did weights. I did everything. I just tried to make my body the machine that it is today. Um, thankfully, WWE traveled to Australia a little bit more at that time. Um, so they came down to Melbourne for a show and they had a tryout and someone put my name forward and I got to be a part of that tryout and I stood out. So they called me back and I, I got the contract. So, Do you have bad nights at the office? Do you have bad days? Oh, well, I think we all have bad days every now and then, but um, I love what I do. I really do. So when you step in the ring, everything sort of, you just forget about everything that's going on in the world and you just do what you love, you know? I can tell you this, her, her bad days, you know, what she would think is a bad day, and this is why she's in the position that she's in and is so driven to be where she is, you know, she'll have a bad day that bothers her. She'll do something that she thinks was that good, was that not good enough. Yeah. And I can see it in her when she returns back from the <laughs> ring or whatever. But the truth is nobody else would ever know that. Right. She's that good. She's such a perfectionist that, you know, whatever she does, everybody else in the world looks at it and goes, wow, that was amazing. And she comes back and goes, I think I could have done that better. <laughs> Triple H and Rhea Ripley in the studio uh, on SEN Breakfast. Now, just um, uh, 
Can I call you Paul? Or sure. You go, but yeah. yeah. Uh, or What's sir, or sir yeah. whatever you want, or whatever. Uh, just to be interested to know about the whole entertainment and the whole production. It is a massive, a massive thing. The Optus Stadium is just a buzz outside, of course, on a Friday. We're seeing what's going to happen at midday today. It's for free for people on the southern side of the stadium, just out the window here of the, of the, of the uh, studio. How many people involved behind the scenes putting it all together? Oh, it's an army. Yeah, I mean, you know, within the company, there's, I don't know, somewhere somewhere close to a thousand people or more, right, that work within the company. But, you know, as you see here, if you've been inside this stadium, uh, we've been here all week loading in, building sets, building, you know, covering the grass, uh, you know, everything that needs to be done to put on this spectacle. So while the athletes are front and center and they get to stand in that ring and, and hear, um, you know, what will be close to 50,000 people going crazy. There's hundreds of people behind that that are that are making this possible for everybody. And they're, you know, the unsung heroes of making this take place. So the people that are here, even even including local crews. Now, we've we've got some genuine WWE nuffies in our, oh. in our midst, right? <laughs> they're out there who just want to get a piece of the action here today. We are a little bit more removed. We're a little bit more straight up, you know, footy, cricket, basketball type of guys. Mm-hmm. Can you explain the elimination uh, setup in regards to what's going to happen on Saturday and what this means to everybody in regards to what takes place? What are they going to see? Not for the people who know, but for the people who are thinking, what are they talking about? Yeah, so Elimination Chamber, there, there's a couple of things that, as we say, we're heading on the road to WrestleMania. Re- WrestleMania is our biggest event, right? That's our Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Or, yeah. Um, so to earn a place and a title shot in a main event at WrestleMania... Um, you either win the Rumble, uh, Royal Rumble, which is a, a competition where another competitor comes in um, every so many seconds. Um, there's 30 people within it. They get thrown over the top rope. Last person standing wins. Wow. Um, elimination Chamber is the other way to get in. So there's two championships, b- both for women and for men. And the Elimination Chamber is how you can get in past winning the Rumble. So there'll be six competitors. Two will start, four will be in pods inside of a of a cage. Um, every so many minutes, another person will come out of a pod, the last person standing, and this is pinfall or submission, last person standing wins that title shot and goes to a, a championship match at WrestleMania. So who picks the order of who comes out of the pod, though? Because you'd imagine you want to come in late when you're fresh. You, you want to come in, yeah, that's what you're hoping, right? It's randomized, so you're finding out who starts, and then when your pot opens is when you come out. You're hoping you're last, mm-hmm. but you might not be. It's like Goslotto. The numbers just come out. They just, they just <laughs> the come num- out. There's the no rhyme or reason. Yeah, but someone wins that. <laughs> one Goslotto Be- ever. Becky Lynch, <laughs> Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Naomi, Tiffany Stratton, uh, uh, Raquel Rodriguez. Sounds like a, a, some modelling course. They're there, but they're brutal. They are fighting to take on yourself or uh, Nia Jax. Is that how I've read this play? Yes. Whoever comes out of uh, my match as champion, it's going to be Mommy, of course. But whoever is the winner and the champion at the time, they get to challenge them at WrestleMania. But Nia Jax, she's born in Australia, but she's turned her back on us. You know, she says she was born in Australia, but she's not a proper Australian. Yeah. You know? Turned her back. I'm a proper, proper Australian. Yeah, yeah good point. She yeah. didn't grow up here. I did. 
This is my country. No, I'm with you. I'm exactly. back on board. I'm yeah, there we go. We can agree we with can something. Bond on that. We don't I'm going like to go out and say that there's going to be a stadium full of people that know who the Australian is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. She's with me right now. <laughs> Let's have this discussion. Now, Now I don't know. I'm pretty big on social media. <gasps> just, just so you know. I can hear everyone laughing outside the studio, by the way. <laughs> it's not soundproof, this thing. <laughs> I've that got 164... TikTok followers. Oh my gosh. We're waiting for the hundred and sixty thousand. Yeah, I was. I've got one thousand seven hundred and ninety-seven Instagram followers. You've got uh three. How big of a team do you have to manage that? Hey, hey, mate, keep the funny stuff to me, mate. He doesn't work in a team. Your wrestling days are over. Be careful of the old fella. Oh no. I don't want to get all four hundred and forty people mad at me. Three point four million Instagram, two point six on TikTok. I'm only new to TikTok, but I've slayed the people who are following me. It is massive. How do you deal with that focus and that notoriety? The little girl from Adelaide. Well, not so little, but the 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 little lass from Adelaide who did dance. Um, How big? I don't know. I just I just post what I want to post. I don't really pay too much attention to it. I feel social media is such a massive platform for what we do, so obviously we want to capitalise on that and use it as much as we can to the best of our abilities. But at the same time, it's such a poisonous thing. So I don't really read into it too much just because I don't want to see all the negative, but there is so much po- positive that comes from it too. Like, Do you get hate on your socials? Oh, dude, all the time. Oh, no. Look at me. What? Mommy gets hate from everyone, but that's why mommy's always on top. So. When people don't hate you, you're not living up to your capabilities. It's when they're not talking to you or saying yeah, anything. Absolutely. That's when you're in trouble. Absolutely. Indifference is death. Yeah. Are you, you're a finisher, the Riptide. Yeah. How did you come up with that? And can you show it on Goss? <laughs> he doesn't want that. Yeah, Look at him. Does. He's scared. I'm I'm him in his little... <laughs> show he's, him got the rip tight. he's got a problem with my shirt. Yeah, it's... The Snoopy shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. He's a grown man. <laughs> what do you reckon, Triple H? That's coming shirt? from the poor player. I feel like that'll be good to collect the dust of what's left of you if she hits you with a riptide. <laughs> collect it. Don't show the riptide. <laughs> I don't want any riptide. Um, what's your expectations Saturday night? It's obviously to win. Yeah. I mean, that's my expectation. Are you so, in form? Sorry? Are you in form? In form? Yeah. Are you, are you, are you wrestling well? Of course. Mommy's always ready. It doesn't matter who is standing across from me in that ring, whether it is any of the women that come out of the elimination chamber unscathed or Nia Jax. I don't care. Mommy's always on top. I'm the champion for a reason. This is my division. I run this division. I run Monday Night Raw. I run WWE. And that's a fact. Judgment Day, we've taken over. And mommy's on top. Okay, it was just a question. Well, it's your bad. That's hey, what you rip, get. Rip, seriously, riptide him, riptide him. Triple H, what's the expectation of of in the on the men's side? What's your expectation Saturday night? What are we going to see? Who's going to who could jump off the page for someone who might be able to cause a bit of an upset? Oh man, you know it's it's really there's the, the star power in this one is on the men's side, especially, well, on both sides, but the, the, in the men's, it's hard to really call. You have Bobby Lashley in there, former world champion. You have Randy Orton in there, former mm-hmm. world champion. You know, Drew McIntyre, former world champion. Kevin Owens, former world champion. I mean, the the, the people that are in that chamber, it's, it's a who's who. So, I mean, it could go in any direction. There's a lot of momentum on people's sides right now, and that goes a lot into this as to where they're going to go. So, 
you know, it really could be anybody. For someone who's been as good as you, and you're absolutely doyen of the of the oh. industry and sport, do you get frustrated sitting there watching, going, "I wouldn't have done that. I would have done that. I would have done that." That's yeah, his I weak would point. Smash these pussies. No, I. <laughs> no, most times now I sit there thinking, "Thank God I'm not in there anymore. I don't want to get hit like that." You know, it, the, the the business evolves so much, and I look back at at my career and um, the, the people that were doing it at the time when I was, and I look at what they're doing now, and I think, like, I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm not doing it anymore. It, it just evolves. It gets to a place where, you know, no, no different than any other sport. You, it's, it's wonderful in the era you're in, uh, the era that you're in, but then, you know, 10 years later, 20 years later, it's gone so far beyond that that you really can't make the comparison. It's it's tough to do. You were a part of it though when it when it exploded when it went absolutely yeah. bad and 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 really mentioned Ric Flair but the Undertaker the Rock you fight the Rock oh, all the time Stone Cold Steve Austin like yeah, you were a part the of the iconic names which one if you could have a crack at right now would you go back and say let's just go one more time well you know it's tough to say because the, there were so many talented guys at that time and we didn't get it it was blowing up and it was massive and it was but it was just the next day right and you were so excited when I look back at that time to think like every single night I was either in the ring with a rock or I was in the ring with Shawn Michaels or I was in the ring with Stone Cold or I was in the ring with Taker you know it, it was a who's who of the best of all time in the business in that moment it was a magical time so to say who would I want to go back and go with one more time any of them you know like it. Hey, Ryan, just a quick question for you too mm-hmm if, if you had a chance to go and ask... I like the way you look at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With scared, disgust. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, if I want a woman to look at me like that, I can just go home. <laughs> Talk to me why. Huh? Hey, if you had a choice now to go back to, to your parents and say, hey... I'm going to be a WWE champion or I'm going to go for Port Adelaide, which one would they be more horrified about? Well, it's funny because my family's sort of split, so half are Port supporters oh, and half are Crows. Ones. So half of them have got a clue. Uh, yeah, uh, the, the Crows side does. How, how, did, how did your parents handle it when you say, this is what my career path is going to be, this is what I'm going to do? Um, at first they were like not for it because it was different and they didn't want to see their little girl get hurt sort of thing and and they saw how like dedicated I was to it at the time so like they really wanted me to make the right decision for me and go to school and you know pay attention and get a job and and all that stuff that obviously they, they want the best for me but once they saw me compete in my first match they were Doing just like, the hurting. yeah they were hooked they they're always very supportive of whatever I want to do. It just might take a little bit because, obviously, like I said, they want the best. Yeah. But once they saw how excited I was and, and love that I had in my eyes for it, they were there to support me every minute of the way. And, I mean, they drove me to training every single night, so they had to support me. Um, and then once I made it to WWE, it it's just grown. It really has, like, seeing my dad cry. I've never seen my dad cry before, but like seeing him cry happy tears of how proud he is of me, it's it's really wonderful. Beautiful. Yeah. I, I saw them last night in the in the yeah. at, in the hotel, and uh, they're just beaming. You know, it's it's a it's awesome to see you know somebody that when their support system comes to see them, like just how 
they can barely contain themselves how proud they are and it's awesome. It is going to be incredible here Saturday night. Uh, we've had Triple H and Rhea Ripley in the studio. Can't thank you enough. I know you've been on an absolute uh, crazy bender with all the media since you've arrived here. You've been absolutely giving of your time. Uh, fantastic. You're a legend of the, of the entertainment industry, the sports industry. Uh, Rhea, we're incredibly proud of what you've achieved. Thanks for coming thank in you. and uh, we cannot wait to see what yeah. takes place over the next couple of days. Oh, let's go, yes. you and I. Let's go. <laughs> you don't want that. Step outside. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty Egos, we've been lucky enough to have in the studio. WWE superstar, 14-time world champion, chief content officer, and Triple H, of course, and Legend. Rhea Ripley, reigning women's world champion, who's just going to okay. smash the opposition to smithereens. This is Scotty Egos.